Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox, your Monday through Friday rants, raves, and reviews talk radio show with the top stories in news, politics, and pop culture. Join your host, entrepreneur Scott Fullerton, and co-host, actor and writer Craig Hurley, right here at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live, or subscribe and download on your favorite podcast distributors, including Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple and Google Podcasts. You're also invited to call in and share whatever is on your mind at 347-989-0126 during the live shows. So here we go. Stand up on our soapbox and let's start talking. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Wednesday, November 13th, 2019. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a sec, we'll be joined by our co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. This is our first show of the new week because of the holiday. We had Veterans Day on Monday. I hope you all were able to celebrate and thank a veteran out there. And yesterday, I was just too, I got this cold working, as you might be able to hear now. I can barely talk or hear. So yesterday, I had to sleep through the show, and we are going to try to do this today with Craig doing most of the talking. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be here the rest of the week, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern. If you want to join the show, give us a call, 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. Let's stand up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig, how are we doing? (laughs) I'm doing better than you are, it sounds. What's oh, on, I'm dude? miserable. I'm miserable. I can't breathe. I can't talk. But that's okay. What the heck? Wow. How did, how, did, how did that happen? I just started getting a cold the other day, and it just kept coming and coming. And my colds usually last about a week. I'm about four of them miserable days, and then I'm done. So I've got one more miserable wow. day left. How are you doing? Well, I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm on the road. And uh, and uh, doing a pretty special project that I can't really tell anybody anything about. Um, no, really? you know, signing NDAs and stuff. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's cold where I'm at. It's definitely cold, <laughs> dude. It was like 20 degrees today all day where I'm at. So. Cold. I hear How that. Are you guys doing there? Here, Northeast Ohio. That's for dang sure. I, it's cold I there. Hear you. Very, very cold. But I just have a cold, so I don't even care. I've been in bed for the last two days. Be in bed one more day. What the heck? Tried to watch all wow. the hearings today. Did the best I could, but I slept through half of it. But yeah, how'd all the all that go? Because I haven't, I haven't <laughs> been paying attention at all to the hearings. It was good to see him in person to kind of get a little feel for it, but the the transcripts were just as compelling, really. I mean, I guess it's good to see the person in person, but it was just a lot of a lot of talking when I wasn't feeling good, so I wasn't into it that much. <laughs> wow, dude! You should try to hit the mute button when you're coughing into the microphone like that. I know. I'm That's what try I try that. to do. I can get to it quick enough. <laughs> Although, you know, you may get the disability coming coming in here. You may get people calling, hoping you're feeling better. So, there you go. Give us a call. 347-989-0126. Um, yeah, dude. What's uh, going on in the news today or not? What's going on in your world? Anything exciting that's hitting your hot button? Um, 
No, I'm just I, I'm 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 trying to figure this thing out because I, I and it's been bugging me for a minute and I you know, I know you and I have talked about it um, and and you said it's a it's a, a regional thing and I'd like to I'd like to get into that for a second um, I'm not I, I'm I, I'm having a hard time with being called. Or, or saying that I'm an American um, and all of the America stuff that's been going on lately. And I'm, I'm born and raised uh, in Illinois, and I, I, I'm just having a hard time with it because we have North America, which is comprised, yeah, is, which, is, which is Canada and the United States and Mexico. And then we have Central America, which is a number of other different countries, Guatemala and, and Belize. And, and, and then we have South America, which is even more countries, um, Colombia and uh, Argentina and Venezuela. And, and they're all Americans because they're all from the Americas, period. And where, where when we turn and we look as, as a society, when somebody says, where are you from? They're like, oh, I'm Canadian. I'm from Canada. Or I'm Mexican. I'm from Mexico. Or I'm Venezuelan. I'm from Venezuela. And I know regionally, like if you asked a person within those countries where they're from, they would give you a state, you know, within their country or a city within their country. And, but from the United States and I, you know, people out there are saying that they're from America. I'm no, I I don't have a definition for myself even is where is what I'm trying to figure out. It's like, wait, I was born and raised here. And right in the middle of the the country, and you know, in the Midwest, no less. And and I'm and I don't know how to actually identify myself. Like I'm an Illinoisan, of course, um, but it breaks down to that. It it doesn't break down to like I, I can't say that I can say I'm from the United States, but other countries are like the United. It's the United States of Mexico. That's really yeah, their but title. nobody goes by those though. Nobody really goes no, by but that. But nobody I mean, goes there's, by there's, that. There's been established norms. It's really not that difficult. I mean, the established norms right. have always. You say you're from America. You always. You means you're from North America. You're saying from the United States. It means you're from the 50 United States. I mean, it's just there's right. norms within that. It's not. It's not that rocket scientist. <laughs> A lot of people understand what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, it, it's just. Yeah, but it's just confusing. I mean, especially with, you know, the entire, like, all the GOP identifying themselves as, or even red states, uh, you know, and anybody who voted for them identifying themselves as just American. That's, that doesn't make any sense to me. I, you know, because, because these people that are in North America as well, like Mexico is in North America, they're Americans too. So I'm, I'm a little confused as to why you're trying to build a wall and why you're trying to keep them out. I'm, I, I'm, I'm really confused and, and that you're giving yourself the title of just American. I, I'm, and that, so, and to me, it's like, I'm, I'm not just, uh, uh, yeah, I was born in North America and I'm raised in North America, but, 
that doesn't there's the Central America and there's South America as well. And, and you know, so all of these people are truly Americans. It's not just the United States. So I have a hard time find, trying to figure out just where to identify myself. Well, I so think I'm you're overthinking from, it. I think everybody else has it figured really? out. You're just overthinking it too much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. I've never heard anyone else has been confused by that ever in my life, and I've met lots of people. <laughs> so I think you're signaling. Well, I just kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of. Well, maybe I'm taking more. Maybe I'm taking offense to to the fact that they've taken you know make America great again, and I'm like, well, which America are you actually talking about? Because if you're making America great again, then you should be making all of North America, Central America, and South America, South America great again. You should make all of these. It's all America. So, you know, how can you just identify with just that, with being an American? It doesn't make sense to me. Again, I think you're overthinking it. I think you're the only one overthinking right. that far. <laughs> uh, well, if anybody's got an opinion on that, three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six, I'd appreciate it because I don't know what to actually identify myself as besides, you know, an asshole every once in a while. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I don't know how to actually identify myself. Uh, I'm having, I'm having a problem with it, you know, because I, I can, like I said, I can break it down. I'm an Illinoisan, but I'm not really. I've traveled all over the United States, and I've also tra- traveled to Canada, and I've also traveled to Mexico. So I've gotten my fill of North America, and I, and, and so yeah, I'm, I'm, I can say I'm an American, but I'm including all these other countries. I'm not isolating them. I'm not, you know, excluding them. I'm including them as my brethren here, as my as my brethren and my sisters. You know, I'm I'm including everybody. So I I just kind of I don't know. It offends me a little bit. I guess is what I'm saying is that they grabbed hold of that. You know, make America great again stuff, and and uh, and you know, and they're like uh, American, and I I just. It's like it's offensive then because you're excluding. It's, it's this is about inclusion. This is about diversity. As far as I understand, I, you know, I was born and raised here, so it's it's very diverse. Everywhere I've traveled, and I've traveled through almost all 50 states. So everywhere I've traveled, I've I've you know found a, a massive amount of diversity. There's not one person that's any one color. There's not one person that's any one race. There's not one person that's any one religion. There's not I mean you know there's not it's all encompassing. It's all one big. It's supposed to be a melting pot, and that's what this is. So I, I'm just having just having a hard time with it. And that's all. And like you yeah, just said, think, like you I think said. I'm overthinking it. I, I know you're overthinking it. That's that's really all. Because yeah. when you think about it, when you think about it logically, if you're if you're someone in Uganda, you say I really want to go to America. You don't think they're talking about right. going to Chile. You don't think they're going to Chile. No, you think no, they're no, going exactly. to the United no, States you, somewhere. No, you think that so you're going like, to the United States. You understand States. it's exactly. kind of a given. I think it's pretty much yeah. a given. You you understand through the context what they're talking about. I don't think that they're purposely excluding being upset to Chile or South America, but if someone from another country says, I really want to go to America, 99.9% of the people know where they're talking about. Um, right. So I just like to say, I think, yeah, I think it's I kind that. of over- 
No, I yeah, I get that too. You know that that like you said, it's it, it's regional, it's and that, you know you go to you go to another country, you go to a country in Europe. And they, and you say something like that, you know, where are you from? Well, America, and they understand you're from the United States. So, right. but you know, I think there's there's also something kind of messed up with that. So I think it's it, like we don't really have a way to identify ourselves. Like we're not really like a country. Like you know, Canada is Canada, and Mexico is Mexico. It is the United States of Mexico, but it's still Mexico, and and that's the way people identify it all over the place. England is England, France is France, Spain is Spain. You know, we're we're what are we? United States of what exactly? So of North America, then that's what it should be said. Then that's the way it should be said, not you know just America. So because there's other United States here. There's other United States in, in North America and Central America and South America. They all have got their little United States of this and that. So Yeah, but again, you have to yeah. go by the mass the mass group think. If you say I'm from the United States, right. ninety nine point nine percent of people are gonna think you're from somewhere in the fifty United, the United States. States of America. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I just don't know why it went that direction. Like how it, it seems arrogant to me too. Uh, it's, you know, feels arrogant to me. And we've always been known uh, people from the United States of America have always been known as arrogant to other countries. When we go and visit, we actually expect them to be speaking English. And it's like, wait, no, dude, you're visiting somebody else's country. You know, they got a whole other language. So that's where the arrogance has stemmed from. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm feeling it's really arrogant to be like that. So there's kind of what, what other name could we have? <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, it's like these other countries have a definite definition of what their country's names are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like I said, I think I think ours we do, too. Ours is the United States. That's just what ours is. I don't. I have never heard anyone from Mexico say I'm from the United States of Mexico. I've only ever heard them say they're from Mexico. Yeah, no, but if you're in Mexico, they will talk talk that way. If you're in Mexico, they'll talk as if it's the United States of Mexico because it is. It's Estados Unidos uh, Mexicano, right? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I probably said it wrong because um, you know I butcher Spanish. So um, you know, somebody please call me and correct me. Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. But yeah, dude, that's that's all something that I've been thinking about over I don't know, probably a good week. <laughs> you know, yes, overthinking. <laughs> I've been easily. I I don't even know how I got on it. I was I think I was listening to the comedy comedy greats on XM Satellite, um, and I, I'm not sure which comedian. It might have been Robin Williams or George Carlin. I'm, I'm not sure which one was talking about similar to this on how people identify. And, and I'm, you know, and maybe that I'm trying to take yeah, it a little further because like it was just a, a question. Yeah, it sounds like a Carlin thing to me, too. Um, okay, yeah, I and I've been listening to that, a lot of comedians. that. I happened to watch last night when I was going to bed. I was flicking through Netflix a bit. And Seth Meyers has a new comedy special on. I don't usually think of Seth Meyers as a comedian, even though I know he is. He, but he was a long time, of course, head writer for Saturday Night Live, and of course has Late Night with Seth Meyers on NBC as a show host. But he did a 
stand-up special for Netflix that I saw. Wow. And it, he's really good. I mean, I forget how much I really like his writing and how much I, I, I liked his show monologues and stuff. But I thought what was really cool, the one thing I've never seen a comedian do before that he did his little Netflix special last night that I thought was kind of cool is he went through he went through his little segments of his jokes, everything segmented out, and about 20 or 30 minutes into it, he said, okay, I'm going to start doing some of my political humor now. And I understand that everyone watches my show and they know I'm kind of here, but some of you might not be into that. So what we're going to do, since we're on Netflix, is we're going to put a little box down here, and he pointed down below him, and said, we're going to put a little box down here. If you want to skip the politics, you can skip the politics. And they actually put a Netflix box where you can skip the politics segment like they do in the series on Netflix where nice. you skip the intro. <laughs> I thought that was pretty impressive. That's you can just awesome. skip his politics if you don't like his politics. I've never seen anyone do that before. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's wow. kind of clever use of Netflix. I like that. But it was just a yeah. good show overall. Yeah. I didn't like what Netflix. If you like Seth Meyers at all, check out his comedy special because it was very good. I really enjoyed it last huh. night. Yeah, I I, I like Seth as far as, um, but that's pretty much it. Is like his political commentary, is, is where you know I really kind of like him. Um, he was he was rough on Saturday Night Live, but I, I, yeah, I should watch his stand up to see. I thought some of his stuff on Weekend Update was just absolutely hysterical. So yeah, um, yeah exactly. but yeah, but as far as the acting. That he was actually doing, you know, it's a, it's a little rough, but yeah, I should watch his. I yeah, no, watch he's his not a big up. actor. He never claimed to be a really big actor. He's more of a writer, but right. uh, you're right, he's not a good actor. Right. And I don't think he oh no, he's a great, he's actor. a great writer. He's a great writer, absolutely a great writer, and a really good producer, from what I can tell. I mean, you know, his his shows are really good. So yeah, he's got a couple projects. He's got a comic out, I think, that he produced. And he's got a couple other things. I mean, the guy's really diversifying quite a bit. Yep. Smart guy. Hey, let's go back for a second, though, and talk about – I'll let you talk about this because I can't talk much anymore. Um, But yesterday, the Supreme Court heard the case for DACA. Um, That's finally brought before the Supreme Court to see if, uh, of course, 45's administration is trying to get rid of DACA. And right. uh, <laughs> the argument against what it is actually they can't just, they can't just end it transpired? without a reason. And Trump's not saying it. Trump just said, I think DACA is illegal because Obama did pass a law for it or something. He just did an executive order. So they're trying to call it illegal, okay. but there's really no basis for the illegal illegality of it. So they had a huge showing in front of the Supreme Court yesterday. You heard an hour and a half of more arguments. So we probably won't hear what the Supreme Court decides till the spring, but what are your thoughts right. on DACA? You know, um, I, you know, I, you know, this about me. I believe that we should, we absolutely have some, have to have some type of border control. Okay, uh, every country should, but we now have drones, and we now have other ways of actually controlling that. And and you don't have to be doing things like taking children away and stuff like that. You don't need to be doing that. And I believe that we should have more open borders, especially if this is a free country. Um, so with that, Obama felt, 
obviously kind of the same way um, and wanted to make sure that the children who were brought over here illegally by their parents or undocumented, I hate to use the term illegal as well, um, but uh, undocumented by their parents, um, that they are allowed to absolutely stay here. Um, that they are, you know, allowed to, they've been, they've been living here. They've been learning everything from the, the United States. They've been, they've been going to schools. They've been paying taxes. They've been doing all of this the whole time that they've lived here. So for us to turn and be like, you know, no, you don't belong here when this is actually the only place that they do know. A lot of them came in at really young as, as right. infants and came in as, as really young children. So, you know, they, they don't remember much of what it was like before they came to the United States. And they, you know, this is all they really know. Um, and to, to be like, no, you need to go back and to wherever it is that you came from in the first place doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Once again, this is supposed to be a melting pot. This is supposed to be diverse. Right. It's supposed to be inclusive. So, you know, to, to turn them away. And, and especially because the majority of those people that are, that are coming here to the United States of America are searching for a better life because right. their life, wherever it is that they are, is complete garbage. I mean, absolutely complete garbage. So should, you know, take care of them as uh, we should be responsible for that. And we should take care of them right. and make sure that they don't, you know, that they don't get pushed out once they're here. Right, and the program set up pretty well. It's only about 800,000 people that are in the program right now. They have to be under 16 years old. They have to be in the country by 2007. They have to reapply right. every two years. They cannot have any kind of criminal record. Um, I mean, there's lots of restrictions on it. To, but these are good, good kids that, like you said, may not have known anything else about their country here. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah, I think it's. Uh, yeah, they don't know anything else but the United the States. The program is kind of weird. I don't like that at all. What? Just that they want to just end the program, just randomly make it illegal for that program to exist when it was brought up and everyone signed up for yeah. this. It's been happening for all these years now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, once again, we could talk about the distractions that they are throwing out there right now. And if these are the distractions, then what are they really doing? Because, you know, everything that they're doing seems really corrupt. And it just seems like, do you, do you guys have any compassion? Do you have any empathy for your fellow man? Do you? Do you? And so it's a question that I'm throwing at you because it sure doesn't look like it. And it sure doesn't sound like it. So anybody from right. the current administration want to give us a call as well? 347-989-0126. I would be glad to talk to you because <sighs> there is no empathy. There's no compassion. Uh, you know, we, get, we don't see it. We don't see it. And, right. you know, maybe libs, maybe libs and, and Democrats are a little too compassionate. Um, okay. And how can you be a little too compassionate? How can you be overly compassionate towards your fellow man? I, it's not possible, <laughs> you know, we, we gotta, you know, just, and, and right now, and dude, I, I know I'm kind of jumping off, 
but um, I'm going off on a, a little tangent. Dude, it's freezing all over this country, and we've got a massive homeless population, and the homeless population is growing bigger and bigger every single day. And because we've got a mental health issue and we've also got a problem with um, uh, poverty levels. So in the United States and we're not paying attention to that and we're getting more and more homeless people and they're freezing balls right now. You need to take care of those people. If you see people out there that are walking around in 20 degrees, make sure that, you know, if they need gloves, they need socks, they need coats, they need, you know, all this stuff. They need a warm cup of coffee. You know, stuff like right. that just to keep them alive. So pay attention to the people that are out there walking around, wandering around with That's knapsacks. very true. Yeah. It does crack me Especially up, though. Right I hear now. a lot on, on conservative talk radio about, well, homeless is a problem, but it's only a problem in these Democratic states like California. Nobody has the homeless problem <laughs> in Southern California does. What? Like, you know what? Oh, You're man. probably right, but if I was homeless and I could choose between Ohio at 20 degrees uh, and California where it was uh, 82 and today, California. I think I'd pick out California. Yeah. To I'd go to personal. California. I mean, well, that's why there is, that's why there is a big – yeah, there's a big homeless population in Florida as well, um, and it's because right. of that. Uh, it's because it's a warm place, and you don't have to necessarily worry about freezing to death at any time. So it's a big exactly. deal um, when you're homeless, when you don't have a home but unfortunately, uh, or a house. Everywhere, but the big pockets are going to be oh, in no. the warm areas. That just makes sense. Dude, the numbers, the numbers went up in, and you just said, you know, Ohio, the numbers went up in Cleveland. Um, I was just reading something and I, they went up by, by a lot, 10% homeless population. So it's really bad in all over the country. It's not just, you know, it's not just, um, uh, you know, California and Florida. It's not just Democratic states. It's so, you know, Ohio's purple, right? So you know, and well, the last go, time they, they tend did to be, a census on it, which was 2018 in Ohio, they were able to register. These are the only people that will actually tell them. 1,015 family households, 749 were veterans, and 686 were unaccompanied young adults. So, yeah, and that was, that's just Ohio. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's just Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a more conservative state, right? It's, a, it's more of right. a red state. So, you know, like I said, they're purple. I mean, you guys are purple, but, um, but you tend to push more. Yeah, we're towards getting red. more reds every day. We're, we're switching from yep. purple to red. It's like Virginia's turning from purple to blue. Ohio starting to go from right. purple to red. The only one we really keep uh, blue is Sherrod Brown here. Everyone else is – there's a couple of counties that are pretty blue. But as far as state overall, it's pretty been pretty red yeah. for a while now. It's pretty red. Yeah. You know, so – and to have right, a well, homeless population that's through, rising, that's, that's one example. Batman Fawson, so I can uh, – Wow, dude, we already talked for a half hour. We did. So we'll be back. Give us a call. You got about a half hour, 347 989 We'll be back in just a little bit.
Alrighty, guys, we are back. Thank you for tuning in to Standing Up by Soapbox. I am your sick host, Scott. Over there is Craig, and you're invited to give us a call, 347-989-0126. Let us know what's on your mind this week. So what else is going on, Craig? What have you been looking into? 
Um, I don't really have anything on my hot button, dude. I'm not sure. Well, we may do a half the show. We may do a half the show today. We'll get through the two on in a minute. Uh, we did have uh, oh, really? Apple streaming launched yesterday to take on, or not add Apple, Disney Plus um, launched yesterday. Uh, bringing on uh, the latest entry. We had Apple come in two weeks ago, Apple Plus TV. Disney Plus launched yesterday. Uh, they had a little bit of a hiccup. They had a lot of people signed up for it. So they had a little bit of trouble in the early morning time. Finally, by around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it was okay. But they're launching all of the Disney titles, all of the Disney classic cartoons, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel all being launched yesterday on a new streaming wow. service for 7 bucks a month. Wow. <laughs> and we do know if the mouse owns everything anymore. So not as big as Netflix yeah. yet, but they're just they're doing a slow rollout for it. But that launched yesterday. They had quite a few subscribers, so many that they uh, it overloaded the system for the first couple hours. But by about 3 o'clock yesterday, everything was going good on that. That's amazing. Yeah, it was that they had so many subscribers that it shut it down for a second. That's really amazing. People want to watch, man. People want to see TV, and now we got nine thousand channels. The way to go, exactly. (laughs) That's like Pink Floyd, the Pink Floyd song. (laughs) Nine thousand channels of stuff to choose from. He, He didn't say stuff. I'm trying not to swear. Um, but uh, I think it's interesting, and that's all. The third version of Charlie's Angels coming out this Friday, so we still can't think of anything new. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, there there's some new stuff out there. There's definitely some new stuff, and there's people coming up with new stuff. So it's just that they're reliant on you know what we made money before, instead of just being reliant on their own talent which I'm sure a lot of them don't have. So um, at least some of the people that I've dealt with, uh, there's a lot of no talents so that are that are in the entertainment business, no less. You know? And there's really nothing you well, can do about it. Kind of fun, all... I mean, I've always liked all the Charlie's Angels franchises, I have to admit. And this one is being right. held by yeah. a woman, Elizabeth Banks, is uh, restarting the franchise. And she's actually okay. playing a female Bosley, which is kind of different. But she's producing right. and directing it. So it's going to be kind of interesting. Nice. I think it'll give an interesting flavor to it. A little twist to it this weekend. Right. I will definitely no, watch cool. it. No, and I'm glad to see, you know, something that, that Aaron Spelling came up with in the first place, that it just keeps carrying on. I'm glad right. to see that because as far as I know, 90210 did get canceled, at least on Fox. That, yeah, they're probably shopping at someplace else. But uh, it did get canceled as far as Fox is concerned. And, and there's, there's a whole bunch of fans that are chiming in now that are like, what? We were expecting, you know, the second season. And, and more fans than, than, than not. Like, if they didn't chime in in the beginning, you know, they should have chimed in before. And they should have been watching. Like, the, the ratings don't show the number of fans that actually – that actually are, are interested in the show being on the air. There's more fans out there that for some reason they're not counting in the Nielsen ratings. I, th- I think 
Fox is one of the only ones that still uses Nielsen. And it's like, well, Nielsen, you can't, you can't get but like a one share. <laughs> I mean, on anything. So, right. you know, it's like, it's, well, you know, it's not like it was 30 years ago where they actually, you know, only had four networks or three networks, three or four. It depends. I mean, when Fox came in 30 years ago, they became the fourth. Um, but, right. uh, you know, when they had four networks, then it was easy to, you know, check out the boxes in the Nielsen, in the Nielsen households and see who's watching what. But now, no, people are subscribing to all sorts of different things, just like you just said. Disney. Yeah, that'd be an interesting show to do someday. There's a lot of there's a couple of series that have been saved by writing campaigns and things like that. That's kind of an interesting topic yep. of shows that have died yeah. and gone on to different places. Even as as recent as like you talked about, uh, Designated Survivor uh, being picked up by right. Netflix after being canceled by ABC and stuff. That still happens to a small degree. Yeah, it's right. an interesting subject actually. Yeah, um, they just transfer over or, to another network and and get saved, or become a cult or another streaming down the line or more popular down the line than they ever were when they were live. So yeah, right. Interesting stuff. Yeah, I know you don't want to talk about Lori Laughlin, but dude, she's looking at like possibly fifty years, and she's might change her plea to guilty. <laughs> just so oh, really? she doesn't have to that. look at fifty. Yep. Yep. She's been, that's what's been floating around. Um, I haven't, I, I've seen a couple of sources saying that, but um, nothing that is really solidifying that for me. Uh, but she, uh, yeah, according to those sources that she may be, um, uh, she may be uh, pleading guilty coming up. That'd be interesting to see how that affects everything. And oh yeah, we were just talking about sequels and the the, the fandom. Uh, Eddie Murphy is uh, making a sequel to Coming to America. How? Oh really? Ago was that? <laughs> yeah, things coming back, man. That was what 1990. What 1990? That's a long time ago. It was 1990. They both played like what four or five characters each. That was actually a pretty good movie, though. Yeah. Uh, Oh, no, actually, it was a really good movie. Um, really funny. And it shows Our their talent. Our studio had a, a Netflix stand-up show not too long ago. I, I wasn't as impressed with it, i got to be honest with you. But he had to do one pop-up last year. Yeah. Well, How was it? Wasn't, it wasn't that exciting. I wasn't that excited by it, to tell you the truth. Huh. <laughs> Some good observations, but it wasn't. It, it's not the Arsenio I remember, that's for sure. Right. Well, I think it'll be interesting if they, if it is Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy that are, you know, doing the remake or doing the sequel. I think it would be and who is not the girl? remake, that sorry, Gabrielle doing Houston the sequel. Her first roles? I forget. I think so. Well, might have been Gabrielle Union. I forget who the first, but. Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure. It was a good movie, though. Do you want to um, uh, see what Suzy Q has to say? Yeah, let's go ahead and bring Suzy Q on for a bell. You guys talk for a bit, then we'll end up things maybe about 15 minutes early here today. Suzy Q, thanks for holding on. Welcome yeah, to the show. Yeah, because you're not feeling well, dude. Oh, my goodness, you guys. I've got two, and I can't decide which one. 
So I'm more What are you talking about? I have two things, um, you know, whatever you want to call them, witticisms, whatever. Uh, well, one is, and I'm, I don't want to quote it wrong, um, a chief is a person who has skin seven layers deep to not react to the slings and arrows that are slung at him and make decisions for seven generations to come for the earth and humanity. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. I grew up with that. Yep. Yep. And the other one. The other one is there's a world of worlds and a grain of sand. (laughs) And I don't know how the hell they knew about that, but they sure as hell did. (laughs) Yeah, way up in those stump-jumping hills, you know. There's a world of worlds and a grain of sand. I remember my grandmother telling me that. And I thought, wow. And she'd point to the stars and say, way, way, way out there, and then she'd point to herself and say, it's way, way, way in here, to her heart and wherever. She'd even point oh, to cool. a to a table, you know, anything, anything that's physical. She would say, way, way, way out there is way, way, way in here. And I thought, wow, <laughs> that's infinity, you know. <laughs> right. That's cool. Wow. They, yeah, they we really have all had... sorts of... There's all sorts of life forms that are, you know, in us, all sorts of organisms. A, a and, world of worlds. And, and on our, yeah, world of worlds. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Like on our skin, we have 8,000 arachnids per square yeah, there inch. You go. And, and you know who and else? Just on our um, skin. And we just can't see yeah. them. But that doesn't mean that they don't have a world that's yeah. going on. They don't have a life that's going on. And yeah. they absolutely mm-hmm. do. They've got communities. They've got a little civilization yeah, going on. a bit. So, and it's like yep. Mark Twain said. Uh, he didn't want anything that he said uh, published till 100 years, you know, after he died. And he said that we are parasites and germs in the blood of God. <laughs> the human <Nice>. race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely a parasite. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was We're reading all right. well, thank you. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Sorry, I'm not feeling good. Well, We're going to end up show a little early today because there's not much news out besides that impeachment hearing took all day today. So it sucked up all yeah. the news, and I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. Well, you guys, honey, we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Know that. Well, we, we appreciate you. Have a great afternoon. Yeah, thank you, Susie. You too, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Any words of wisdom before we head out, Craig? Uh, No, I just want you to, you know, go breathe some steam and uh, gargle some salt water. And, you know, don't don't drink that salt water because that's bad for you. Um, But um, gargle it and uh, make sure to, uh, uh, you know, yeah, have some chicken soup too, dude. That, that chicken broth yeah, seems to be. I, I know these are old, old wives' tales that I'm throwing. So tomorrow I'll either be almost all the way better, or by Friday I'll definitely be all the way better. So it'll happen yeah. one way or the other. So we'll make it happen. 
All right, my friend, keep okay. uh, safe on your travels, and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Give us a call at 3 o'clock uh, Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern here, 347-989-0126. Here's little Michael Mott. Bye-bye. Peace. This is your song, your style of music. Though I can't sing it well, what the hell? Guess I'll give it a try, and with a sigh, it's yours. It's yours to keep. The benefits you'll reap are slim to none. But still, this must be done, as I tell myself. Dim the lights and go back to bed. Blow the candles out and then drown the music out and sleep until the dawn. You said you'd always be my friend, but every flame is bound to end. I struck the match and you blew.